This is episode 452 of the AWS podcast, released on June 10th, 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lashir here with you, and this is a very special series called Right Now at AWS. Hosted by Katie Doptus, it's a special series focusing on enterprises across industries. We hope you enjoy it. This is Right Now at AWS, the podcast series that surfaces patterns, best practices, and successful solutions across every imaginable industry. I'm your host, Katie Doftis. Today, we're getting the latest on the media and entertainment industry and new AWS purpose-built solutions. Releases around media and entertainment have been coming in fast and furious of late. The focus is on five what we call solution areas. Those solution areas are content production, media supply chain, direct-to-consumer and streaming, broadcast, and finally, data science. Here to guide us through it all is our Global Principal Solutions Specialist for Media and Entertainment, Allison Stewart. Allison, thank you so much for sitting down today. Hi, Katie. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So yeah, there are a lot of new launches related to M&E. Can you bring us up to speed on what's new with AWS and M&E? Yes. Well, you touched on it a little bit earlier in your intro. We have really organized ourselves in the media and entertainment industry vertical around five key solution areas, content production, broadcasting, direct-to-consumer, media supply chain, which really crosses all of those things, and data science, which can support all of them as well. Um, And we're really excited about this specialized focus in media and entertainment because we think it's going to help our customers in their specific workload areas. Just to give you an example of some of the recent launches, so with this uh, recent reorganization announcement, we also launched our new Nimble Studio. That is a solution which helps creatives and studios rapidly onboard and start to collaborate in the cloud for high-resolution editorial processes. That would be things like visual effects, animation, maybe that's interactive content, for example. Secondly, we also recently launched our media intelligence solutions, and that's more of a partner-led solution, wherein partners have integrated Amazon Machine Learning and Artificial Intelligence so that customers can use it to create deep insights about their content or automate tasks like creation of closed captioning. So these are just a couple of examples of the new solutions that we've brought to market to address specific customer needs. So what fueled the development of these services and solutions? Well, our solutions are always in response to customer requests or needs expressed. And so in content production, for example, you can imagine that with the pandemic having shut down so many businesses, it had a really big impact on video production. So almost overnight, we began to field requests from companies who needed to transition to the cloud. They needed a way to collaborate remotely as opposed to on-prem, where they had done that historically. So while things are easing up relative to stay-at-home orders, we are still finding um, that the positive experience that productions had in moving their editing to the cloud has propelled them to look for longer-term solutions in integrating this into their ongoing workflow. What are the top use cases right now? Well, aside from the content production, which I was just speaking about, we are also seeing a lot of demand for the use of machine learning and artificial intelligence for improving the usability and monetization of content libraries. Uh, One use case I can share that exemplifies this is the ability to use machine learning to moderate content. So for, let's say, a company licensing content globally, You may know that specific words or activities that are qualified as acceptable at a certain rating in one country 
uh, may not be acceptable at that rating for another country. So content owners who historically have had to monitor and edit these things manually can now use machine learning to automate the identification of these activities. They can flag them and then know what needs to be edited quickly for compliance by territory. So that's just one example of how machine learning can be used. Um, but the applications are so broad and we're adding new capabilities all the time. That is really interesting to me. Can you talk about the time savings and the manual effort reduced? Yeah, Katie. As, so as you can imagine, uh, in a manual effort, uh, there is a person manually watching every asset. If you think about a movie as 90 minutes, even if they're watching in fast forward, so let's say it's one third time, real time, you're talking about 30 minutes for every asset. Machine learning can do that in a matter of seconds. So that is the compliance side of it and helping customers meet their regulatory needs. But you also talked about the monetization part as well. Can you expand upon that? I can. So another use case that we have uh, available with machine learning is ad break creation. So if you can imagine that there are content libraries that used to be movies, let's say they were pay-per-view or video on demand, and they had not been exposed to an ad-supported platform before. So they don't have ad breaks already built into the content. That was another use case of manual processing. Someone's visually going through and figuring out where is a good place to put the ad break or Worse, you would find platforms who would just throw in an ad break every six minutes and it may disrupt the content in a place where there's a lot of action happening in the middle of a scene, for instance, and that is a terrible user experience. So our ad break creation actually can flag scene changes, um, blacks in the video, anything that identifies a good place to put an ad marker. And then you can put time parameters around that. So you know you don't want an ad marker every minute, but you may say, I want an ad between every five and seven minutes or between every six and eight minutes. Uh, following those list of parameters and with the uh, flags for a good place to mark an ad, we can then create those time codes and automate something that also was very manual, for instance. That is also very cool. I'm imagining that is giving customers a new revenue stream from existing content. It does. Yeah, it allows them to monetize content in the ad-supported platforms in a way that maybe they hadn't done in the past at a, at a very low cost uh, and very high capacity. They can turn around libraries of content. So what does AWS offer to address those use cases? And can you share some customer successes? Sure. Yeah. So within, say, our uh, media to cloud or content analysis solutions, we utilize a number of our machine learning services. So Amazon Recognition, Amazon Translate, uh, Amazon Comprehend that we have all make available within these solutions as optional um, and within the solution like content analysis, we can address, you know, a broad array of use cases um, that, again, might have been manual in the past. So a recognition, for example, can be used to identify faces or places or logos, objects, that sort of thing. Um, and, and a great use case of that is Fox. You know, when Fox migrated uh, an on-prem library of all of their content over to AWS, uh, they were able to take advantage of Amazon recognition example for exactly that, identifying places, uh, faces, logos. And what they do with that is they utilize those 
tags, because that results in metadata tags, that they then can utilize to better search and discover their library, which in turn helps them to monetize. So you can imagine if you have this library of thousands of assets uh, and all you have is the title name, you may or may not know um, what's the activity happening in it. Maybe it's old and you don't have a great summary or you only had the actors that were famous in, at the time, but uh, subsequent to that, new new actors or, or talent that were in the film have become famous, so you want to recognize them and promote them as well. Um, these sorts of metadata tags allow customers to do that, which helps them to, uh, whether that would be create a, um, a package of titles that reference a certain actor or reference a certain sort of love theme, for instance, um, they can utilize their library in, in much more meaningful ways when they have that sort of analysis available. I think that there's been a new appreciation for the media and entertainment industry, definitely keeping us company in the last year. So um, it's just really interesting to see how it's working and how media and entertainment companies are working to make things more relevant for us and make things you know more enjoyable and a better experience. Uh, this all sounds amazing. If you are a media and entertainment customer, I imagine they're asking you this a lot. How do you suggest getting started? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, there are two ways that a customer can do this. If a customer is not really sure what solutions we have to offer to address, say, their given problem, I would suggest by starting with talking with their account team and the solution architect. If, if the account team can better understand the business challenge, they would do a great job of pointing the customer to the right solution. Alternately, if a customer wants to peruse our list of solutions, we do have them hosted as available on one of our external sites. If you go to aws.amazon.com, Amazon.com slash solutions slash implementations. I know that's a long one. Um, customers can then filter by industry or use case. Uh, the, the solutions I talked about are under media and entertainment, but we have a number of solutions that can apply to all sorts of use cases on that website. And most of them come with CloudFormation templates where if you are a builder and want to do it yourself, you can deploy the CloudFormation template and get started on your own. Or again, reach out to your account team and we can set up a proof of concept with you or a workshop that may be helpful to getting you started. So yes, that was aws.amazon.com slash solutions slash implementations. And we'll also put that in the show notes. The next thing I want to ask you is where are the next opportunities in M&E? What gets you excited? I've been really excited around the customer inquiries about data lakes or what we're calling lake house. So, uh, you know, all of our media customers are collecting all of this amazing data. Interacting with their customers has become more important than ever and understanding how their customers are using their services, how to make better recommendations to their customers, and even understanding that usage enough to make good content acquisition or production decisions has become vital to understanding their return on investment. And so, we have been working with customers and understanding how to pull together this aggr and aggregate all of their data. They may have uh, multiple data sets, multiple vendors that support different data sets. They have multiple distribution partners, for instance, that would give them data sets. So pulling that all together to in the context of a lake house, help them make actionable decisions about their business, create insights to help them uh, both better communicate with their customers and engage with their customers, but also to better utilize their content to that effect. Can you expand upon recommendation? Who's doing that 
now and what does that success look like? Yeah, I can. That's another of our machine learning services. Uh, We have a service called Amazon Personalize, and that enables customers to take in a lot of that customer interaction data and understanding their content and make uh, next best recommendations personalized to a given customer. So let's say I watch love stories with a happy ending, for instance, but you may prefer horror movies. Um, When I tune into a a given partner's channel or their content, I will be more likely to interact if you recommend love stories to me, whereas you would be more likely to interact if someone recommended horror stories to you. So using something like personalized can really help our customers make sure that they are connecting with their customers where and how they want to be connected with. That relevance is so important. One example of a customer has utilized this beautifully is Discovery. They have taken our personalized service and they've created some customizations on top of that. And they have uh, had a very successful experience in building out their Discovery Plus platform, utilizing those recommendations so that when their customers, they have so much content, as you can imagine, when their customers come, instead of sort of throwing every at them uh, to see what sticks, they can be very specific about uh, understanding what their consumer is watching and making recommendations that are most likely to be preferred by that customer. Allison, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your insights. Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here.